Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 166 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubberton, and who is, what are they fighting for with me tonight? I'm Bill Tucker of A Gamer Looks at 40 podcast, and prepare to become space dust. <laughs> and special guest. My name is Blair Farrell from comicbookvideogames.com, and it's time to get serious because it's not over yet. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So we are all here to talk about a game that I have actually never played until this past week. Mega Man X4 developed by Capcom and came out in PlayStation 1 in 1997. Damn. Don't forget the Sega Saturn, rest in peace. Yep, Sega Saturn. Never heard of it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, it's a system I actually have never played a Sega Saturn game before in my life yet. I don't know why, to be honest, because I emulate the shit out of things, so I'm surprised I never got into that system yet. But I think Saturn emulation is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> That's probably why I never got to it yet. Is it rough? Well, the Saturn architecture is really crazy. That's why, like... Like certain games just didn't run correctly because they kind of like made a 2D system and kind of bolted on 3D hardware when they saw that 3D was getting big. That's like a very uh, there's a lot more to it than that. That's kind mm-hmm. of like they kind of boiled down to its basic elements thing. What happened with the Saturn, even though it has like an amazing library? Didn't One have day. a disaster. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't have a disastrous launch as well. Yeah, they they like shadow dropped it. And it didn't have any games and like retailers were super annoyed. And uh, if you read console wars, they have a big chapter about it, how it's like they wanted to do. They wanted Sony to like build the Saturn. And then it was Sony's second slight after Nintendo. And Sega was very a proud Japanese company and said, no, 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 we're going to do it ourselves. And then, you know, it, what happened, happened. Right. <laughs> Well, this is a good game for the uh, for the for the uh, Sega Saturn and uh, other systems. I think we can all agree. I think yes. yes, the last good Mega Man X game, I would say. Oh, that is the consensus. I as a, as like like Mike, I only played X the original, and X is my favorite game of all time. It's it's I adore Mega Man X. Good game, it's yeah. phenomenal. And I never played any of the other ones because I never had the I had a, of course Super Nintendo, but just kind of bounced off everything else. And we've I've heard on good authority that everything's good up to this game. And after this game, it all <laughs> falls apart. X5 is okay, but it has this weird mechanic where, like, you're walking. Like, have you ever watched, like, the Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps? And he did, like, the video about sequelitis about Mega Man X. I don't think so. Well, he has, a, he has a big joke where it's just, like, how the opening level of Mega Man X, like, the highway stage kind of tutorializes the entire game whether you realize it or not mm-hmm. and in x5 you're like walking and then it has to stop you every five seconds to be like mega man use the shoot button to shoot and it's just like uh-huh. i've been playing the mega man game and like you have to go back through levels and it has all this obnoxious unskippable dialogue like there's a good game in there mm-hmm. but it's just like bogged down by so much pointless crap because i think it was a rush to clue up like the story air quotes of the Mega Man X series. <laughs> yes, the the deep and interesting lore that this game tries to expound upon. Actually, okay, and we'll talk about the story yeah. such as it is. Yeah, story in this game is actually fine. I, I thought it was like pretty it. good bounce. Yeah, it, it was, was also a continuation of X1, 2, and 3, and it explained things I completely forgot that Zero, Wily made Zero all those years ago. I completely forgot that. I think it might have been mentioned in, in well, some point. 
I play these out of order because, like, we didn't, like, where I grew up, like, we didn't have blockbusters or, like, Family Video was a mom-pop store called Family Video. So I never played <laughs> X2 until after X3 because our stores never got it. And then my parents, God love them, they would take me, like, to a video store, like, a half an hour away. It was called Marie's Video, and they had all the good Super Nintendo games. Because at the end of Mega Man X3, I finished it. And then there's a casual line of dialogue where it's like X is sitting on the edge of a cliff as it happens, like in like the entire trilogy. And then the line goes up like X knows in the future he must kill Zero. And I was like, what? What are you getting on with? What? Kill Zero is your friend. But then in, <laughs> in X2, the context is like, like when you blow up Sigma, there's a line saying like, yo, you're destined to fight. You're destined to join me. You're the last of the Doctor's creations. Oh, gotcha. Sir, Sigma was also made by Wiley? Well, no. Oh. Like, Sigma knows, like, kind of what's on the go. Like, he knows that Zero was, like, the last of kind of Dr. Wiley's creations and who Dr. Wiley was. Like, that's why he says, like, you were destined to join me because you're the last of the Doctor's creations. Okay. That's cool. Interesting. So one thing about this game that makes this game really stand out. I mean, one's a 2D side scroll like every other Mega Man game that you played at the up to this point. So that, that didn't change. But you get to choose in the beginning to play a zero or X. And this is the first game you ever get to play a zero. X being Mega Man, for those that don't know. <laughs> well, the first game where you can play for them is like, because you can do an X3, yeah. but it was like basically you use them to get the Z Saber in the last level. And that's it. And, he, if, you, and if he dies once, he's gone. Yeah. It's was really he gone stupid. for? Was he gone forever? Yes. If he dies once, really? Okay, because that was the one I famously, not famously, where I had no idea you could do that until the actual recording of the podcast. Really? Like, <laughs> oh no, you can play a zero. I'm like, I was wondering why you opened up the game playing a zero and then never did it again. I thought it was a weird mechanic thing. Like, why would you build all this stuff for a game player you or a character you play as for like five minutes and? Had no idea you could hit R and or whatever the button is and, and play as him. But so. without a manual, how would you know? It's only like the game has a tutorial that says like, "Hey, if you do this, then." <laughs> and that's exactly what I think what ended up. I end up looking up the manual on the show. Like, oh yeah, there it is on page fourteen. <laughs> Perfect, excellent. That's how I know. I should have read the manual. My fault. Ah, it's just one of those games. I mean, it was. I mean, that's but that's a big thing. This game. I vaguely remember this game back in the day because my friend had it. I never played it because I sucked at Mega Man games that weren't Mega Man X, the first one, and that's it. So I never had any desire to even play this, but I vaguely remember him playing and playing a Zero. I'm like, oh, Zero's playable, actually. And that was all my memory was of this game. I did not have any background of this game until this week. Which oh, wow. I, it really um, did, because I, I, pl- I try to play. I played a lot of games in my life so far, and I just skipped certain series because I wasn't good at them. Well, Mega Man was like, it was one of its still is probably like my favorite video game series because i remember having an n64 and being so jealous as i would go to like (laughs) walmart and sears and places and and rental stores and i would see like Mega Man games that i couldn't play and then just looking at Mega Man x4 and like oh man it looks so cool and there's like all these cutscenes and my brother got a playstation and it was like okay now it's time to play catch up and like right. the, like Mega Man Eight and this were like with some of the first games that I rented. So I, I want to ask, who did we all pick for this playthrough, or at least who we picked first? If we did both, I picked I, X. Yeah, I picked X as well for the reasoning being 
I'm still comparing these games to the other, so I want to see what the core game. I see. I think I feel X is the core of this game, yes. and then Zero is like the side character. So I want to do it as X, uh, yeah, as X first, and and then I tried Zero, and I I could not beat a single boss, and I tried a few times, <laughs> and I said forget it. I, I get I get the thesis statement here. I don't I don't need to go through the class. So I finished both, and I can't remember who I did first. Is I just bought the X collection for Switch. Um, I think both have their like pluses and minuses. I think like there's less backtracking with Zero, but certain bosses like Slash Beast and Magma Dragoon are way harder with Zero. Like Mag- Magma Dragoon is okay in the level because you can go in with the ride armor, mm-hmm. but like when you have to deal with a gauntlet at the end, I find that really hard. But there's like certain other bosses like Cyber Peacock where you can actually kind of sequence break. Like with X, you kind of do like the in order way, but zero, it's like you can kind of mix things up because you really mm-hmm. only have to do backtracking once to get the heart once you get the fire uppercut. Yeah, he doesn't right. have as many because he doesn't have the art. Zero doesn't have any armor upgrades. He just has the sub tanks and he has the heart upgrades where X oh, has really? multiple armor upgrades. Okay. There's also a cheat code when you select X where you can give him the ultimate armor which is better than the regular armor because the the special ability never never runs out that you can do if you type in a code when you select him. That was something that, that was a big bummer about this game because I really liked finding that hidden armor. And this one, this was the first one that didn't have it. And they bring it back in X5. Yeah, uh, I was a little bummed. I wanted like, a, you know, Shuriken or some, you know, some ability and there was nothing. Yeah, you, did, you never got the hurricane kick in this series. <laughs> I, I was I was a little annoyed by it too because I read up on it. Again, I'm... For since I'm doing it in timing for the show, I decide just to use um, just to kind of not walk through, but just to kind of order, get the basic idea where the things are, and then fill in the blanks of the items I couldn't get. I didn't want to go through it without being fully no, um, kitted out. Shouldn't. Yeah, I just decided for for sake of my own sanity. <laughs> and when I found out you had to put a code in, I'm like, that's really dumb. Like that's not you don't. It's not to. in the. It's not in the spirit of Mega Man X. It's kind of what Blair was saying. It, it, the idea is you should find it on your own merits and discover you it. Can't. Or just look up a wiki and find it yourself. But You, I mean, can, you can get all the armor upgrades in the game. You just don't get the unlimited yeah. Nova Burst or something. And may I say how, first off, the Nova Burst, is that for X? I remember an X3, I think. It was this big Super Saiyan AoE attack, destroy mm-hmm. the world kind of thing. Is that the same in this? Because I tried it, and it looked like just a little dinky dash thing and i'm like that's not an ultimate weapon so i never used it it's just the, a dinky dash that's so dumb like it, what it is can do a lot of damage and you're invincible so if you have unlimited of it you can just use it to not get hurt i think yeah, from the sound I, of it i think that armor is what the special armor is in Mega Man x5 because you actually get it in one of the sigma stages like you have to go without any armor and dr light's like what are you mad Here's super armor. Take this. And it's actually, it makes like getting through Sigma, like turns him into a chump in X5. I've never actually tried it in this. Oh, and at some point later this year, next year, we can try that. Nice. (laughs) I might finally finish it. But so I also did a poll before I did this episode just to kind of see what people thought. Because so I got, I posted in four different groups. Plus we had a Twitter poll, which I can't, in the Twitter poll, zero one with 17 votes. He had 56%. But on, when I went in Facebook and did a bunch of different polls and four, five different groups, I got 186 votes for zero and 150 votes for X. Wow. That's surprising. Well, I, I was surprised. And it, it tended to be like when I went in the Mega Man groups, they were the one that picked zero hands down versus really? other groups. Huh. 
It might be one of those things, experience or something. Yeah, I don't know. Well, zero is the hard mode of this game. The way I the way I see it, because X is normal X. He has his range attacks. Every time you beat a boss, he gets new abilities. You get the armor upgrade. Zero doesn't get the armor upgrade. He gets some abilities from the bosses. I mean, he does get abilities, but they're not like you just pick an ability. It's like I you do a button combination, right, Blair? Uh, yeah. Like so, like he has almost like like a double jump and like a spin attack. Like, cause when you in the cyber peacocks level, um, in order to get the armor piece, you have to get through this six segment in a certain amount of time. Like you're, you're ranked. Like if you get S rank, then you get like the hard tank and the sub tank and then the armor piece. So with X there, like there's these floating yellow balls. And if you get caught in them, you kind of eat up a lot of time. Now, X, you can use the weapon, the soul body to get rid of it. But Zero just have as, as a move where you can jump and spin and it just erases it and it makes it super easy. So there are things that are really easy with Zero, like Cyber Peacock. You can beat with the I'm not going to go through the crazy names like Kuin Boo and Raijin Jeki because <laughs> it's just so really weird. But like he has a move where it's just like he kind of jumps up in the air and does like a fire uppercut that you, that you can use on two different bosses as opposed to X where it's like, OK, use like Web Spider all the way through Slash and Beast using each weapon by weapon. I, and I guess that's, that's fine. I, mean, I, I appreciate people really dig the um, dig the variety. You know, I, I really do think that's fun. Um, but just for me, it was just I, again, I'm kind of here for just Mega Man X shooting and jumping and sliding. You know, that's kind of where I'm. Where I'm at, like Zero is really cool because he has the lightsaber, essentially. But he's it's harder. Like I, I so I, I beat yeah. the game as X first, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna play as Zero now. So I, I started the game up as Zero, and I took out two bosses, and I was trying to take out the Slash Beast level, and I got to the mini boss, and I could not beat the mini boss with Zero for the life of me. And, I, and I'm using save states too, so it's not like I'm playing this legit. And I was still struggling how not to get hit, and I'm just like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> It's it's pretty cool, like the way they designed it. Like I must have you think about this game to be played two separate ways. So like all these bosses and all these levels had to be designed so a character who is like melee and a character with range. And like I think it's really cool because like even now people complain about game length and oh everything is too short. And I mean this is in the era of like this came out the same year as they used like uh ninety seven. This is ninety seven. So that's like Final Fantasy VII, Mario 64, like long games and like a 2D game that's like maybe two, three hours in your first go is fighting an uphill battle in 1997. So you kind of get like value added by having like X and zero and it's like two different skill sets. And yeah, the game works well together. Like, I mean, I was like you were saying, I'm impressed. The balance of it is very well. Very good. Yeah, and I'll just echo the same sentiment. It's amazing how they were able to design things to work for both melee and for range. And and while I think it is definitely harder for the Z Saber, I think it does compensate because it's definitely more powerful than your oh, basic yeah. attack. Like there's, way more powerful. So there's also a glitch with the Z Saber where you can that you can cancel it so that the the iframes never happen on a boss because the third hit never registers and you just and you can do it real fast if you uh, huh. speedrunner. If you get the hang of it, like certain things are really easy, like getting through the levels with zero is really fast. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He was fun just, in the levels. Oh, yeah. Just cutting through everything. It was re- it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Again, I, I think it's again, I'm not going to fault the game because I just didn't. I had more fun with Mega Man X. They, uh, they for X, they, they really did a great job with zero as well. I mean, I think we can kind of state our basic ideas. I think this game is fantastic. 
I really <laughs> this has definitely been my favorite since Mega Man X. It's been fighting for my favorite of the series, but the problem is if that happens, then my favorite game of all time is Mega Man X4. That's just doesn't ring nostalgically to me. Is still a better game. I think X is still a better game. I think X is a little tighter on its controls. X doesn't have the PlayStation smear. I don't know. I think everything in PlayStation, especially like cutscenes and intro scenes, everything's got a weird schmear on it with PlayStation. I never had one as a kid, so I guess I don't have nostalgic eyes for it. But and some um, of the levels, like the ride chase levels, like they're they're cool little distractions, but like they don't hold a candle to like all the levels. And say Mega Man X one and two, I, I like X three, but I think the levels are far too long and the music oh. is not that great, except when they steal Guns and Roses. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like this, this is probably like the the last great X game. And that's the thing, like I'll say, that's kind of how I feel about like the Mega Man X games. I see like a lot of people, I think the sentiment is that they like Mega Man X far more than classic Mega Man, because I think it's like a bit more mature and it has like certain themes that are a lot more than walls. Yeah, like it's it's just it has something to say no matter how like small it is in the grand scheme of things. You're still just fighting eight robots but, like, this is the last one, like, X5 and specifically X6 and X7 are just absolute trash. I can't wait to play them. No. <laughs> I want to yeah. play the whole series. Well, we're, we are going to play the whole series yes. at some point. And, and I, I, I am not looking forward to the back half of this because I've heard bad things about it. But, you know, it's, it'll be an exploration. It'll be fine. I'll have to. Eight's um, good from what I've heard. The last X right. games. Eight's good. okay. Okay. Well, that'll but be a nice little palette cleanser. I really got a kick out of in this game is in, in the story that doesn't really matter. The story is that you have these, the Reploid army is being tricked by some hooded figure, Sigma, spoiler alert, and that these Reploids are now going to war against the, against people. And like the first level that you do is a level where they end up destroying the sky, sky base or something that ends up crashing and destroying a city that starts you at war. And each of the eight Maverick bosses are doing something to continue this war. Like, example, Cyber, Pe- Cyber Peacock that we mentioned a few times. He's invading cyberspace and you go in like a little digital world to fight him kind of thing, which doesn't make any sense. But it's cool and really got a kick out of that, how each boss was doing something. And what's it's interesting, really, yeah. too, That's is that like s- only six of the bosses are actually Repliforce. Mm hmm. Because, uh, yeah. like, when you go into, like, Cyber Peacock and I think Split Mushroom, like, there are, when the when power meter comes down, it's um, it's not the Repliforce logo, it's the Sigma logo. And I think oh. I think it's Zero. I'm not sure if it's Zero or X, and he talks to, like, someone. It's either Cyber Peacock or Split Mushroom. And he's like, who sent you? And he's like, who do you think? And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <obviously." laughs> like, the one guy who's been a thorn in your side your entire life. <laughs> I also thought the, um, I do, I'd appreciated the little bits of flavor. You know, I, it didn't get in the way of my game. You know, I could just ignore it. And if, once you get past the first bit of cutscenes, it doesn't even come up again until the very end. Like, <laughs> the bosses will mention something like, usually it's like hey what are you doing oh no let's fight and like, okay cool let's 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 get it on but it, I, I appreciate it. it also has some pretty timely themes too it's everything starts between the reploids and the humans i guess they become mavericks kind of sorta they're just trying to survive they don't they don't they're like the the humans now have us as mavericks we just now have to protect ourselves we're gonna create this utopia where the greatest fighting force in the world and um, it was neat, though. I, I, I appreciate it because basically X screws it up. 
he basically asks him to disarm. Like, hey. Yeah, he's like, di- we're going to arrest you. Come with us. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Like, hey, 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 just put your weapons down, your your robot weapons, and just come with me. Trust me. That's fine. That works great in diplomatic situations, right? I mean, that always tends to work. You should always so, trust the cops. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Trust me. That's fine. You're still I mean, in elementary school, right? They just you haven't learned about the world. What, millions of people, I'm assuming, were in the city? Or something. Yeah, that's the whole true. city gets destroyed that you well, go to like, the game. Like assuming like Sigma kind of set it up and then it's just like they sent the two of them there to kind of go at odds with one another so he can kind of just manipulate them to his yeah. ends. But it's still like the entire game is predicated, even though a city is dying, like a bunch of people died, the city gets blown up. It's all predicated on a huge misunderstanding. Yeah, it's I mean, just a big oopsie. Yeah. That's war sometimes, not too. Yeah. Right. That's True. exactly right. And that's why it was pretty interesting. I'm like, okay, this is a backstory. I always get a kick out of, I, and as I've said multiple times on this show, and no offense to those who enjoy this sort of thing, I'm very allergic to anime and, and manga. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't, it's not that I have any, I don't have any problem with it. It just gives, it makes me itchy. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like it. But I thought these cutscenes were cute and clever, and the voice acting is horrendous, but in a charming way. I was like very charmed by it. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. When you think mm-hmm. about the time, like, because yeah, yeah, because I time. was like when Mega Man X three came out, I think I was in grade <laughs> six, and like I was all in on this series. Like I'm all like, oh man, what's going to happen to the next one? Is like Mega Man actually going to show up? Like I even one point I think in grade six, I designed a game where there was like a weird time loop where X and Mega Man like met or something, just in my notebook while I was like daydreaming and stuff. So. Like, to see these cutscenes where it's, like, these characters are talking and, like, this bombastic, like, opening. Like, it's pretty crazy because your your imagination was kind of filling in everything else up to that point. And to see, like, I mean, it's the compressed video with bad voice acting. But for me, seeing that, like, especially, I'm assuming you've all seen, like, the zero cutscene that happens at the end. Like, that thing was, like, crazy for me. Sure. The, the, when he's fighting, when he's fighting Sigma? Well, just like like the blanks that that fills in, because it's like a prequel to Mega Man X, and it kind of explains how like the entire series happened. We should talk about that when we get there, because yeah. I'm not exactly sure. I don't think I watched the screen. Yeah, I I watch all the cutscenes, and I, I I'll, I'll explain what happened at the end. I I dad finished this game. That's how I like it's to explain fine. it, because as as a dad, I have a very limited amount of time, and I have to make I'm constantly weighing my my time benefit ratio. And I got to Sigma, and I've got, I was very close to finishing it with X, and I died. And I'll explain the annoyances. It's all Mega Man X annoyances, the same annoyances it's been for the whole series. And I said, you know what? Not worth it. And I just went online and watched the minute and a half ending, and I was very happy. I felt very completed. I was like, I completed this game good enough. Man, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I no, use save states. Not. But yeah, so that's my way of <laughs> playing. Uh, yeah, if I, was in, I was on the Switch Legacy, so I couldn't, you know, yeah, Switch you know, Legacy Collection, whatever it is. And, and then Port is, re- like, I really, because um, I was pretty, like, apologetic of that, the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. But after buying it again, like, I just realized how bad it is. Because, like, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, it's, it's a one-for-one take on the NES game. Like, it was painstakingly made. It feels exactly the same. But like X2, for example, like they they made everything modern and they shouldn't have because my muscle memory is predicated on X2 having a horrendous slowdown, which the legacy uh, collection doesn't have. Sure. 
And also, it doesn't have, like, the Legacy Collection had stave states and rewind, and this yes. doesn't. Because, like, I, I kind of play these games on my break at work. And, like, when I was playing Mega Man Legacy Collection, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to put a pin in it right here. But you can't do that with this. Like, you're essentially yeah. just playing, like, this game as it was on the original PlayStation, which is cool that you can play it on the go. But you don't have kind of, like, that you know, kind of putting a bookmark in it, like, with other collections. And it should have been that hard to put save states in, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Digital Eclipse is, like, the masters of this. Like, just hire them to do it. Yeah. It's interesting, because I, I had a very similar situation. When I played X3, and X3, was that Super Nintendo too? Yeah, because yep, this is the Super first Nintendo. PlayStation. Super Nintendo, um, PlayStation, and Saturn, yeah. Oh, wow, okay. So, X3, when I played that one, I started on the Legacy Collection, but it was such a pain in the ass, especially, like Blair said, with those insanely long levels. I, I had to go hmm. to an emulator and just play it for save state reasons. Uh, so I agree. I, I totally agree. They should in, include those things. Plus, there was so much stuff going on in X4, like especially that first stage. Everything's exploding. Everything's flying at you. The world is happening. <laughs> I had yeah. to remove those borders because I was so confused. Like the borders had the characters on them. Yeah. I was so happy they gave me the option to turn those off. <laughs> and I had to go back to playing it on the TV. I'm weird on the Switch. I play the Switch mostly docked. I don't play it in my hands because the Joy-Cons are an abomination of controller <laughs> design. They're the yeah, top. That's, that's I, why I invested in the, I have the Hori Joy-Con split, which you should get if you don't have them. And I also just have another Hori Joy-Con that's like a regular Joy-Con, only it has a D-pad, but it's powered okay. by the system, so you can only use it in handheld mode. Oh, They're great investments. Okay. I have a thing, uh, not to get too far into a Switch conversation, I have a little dongle. It's like a USB thing that I can just plug it into the Switch dock, and then I can use any controller on the face of the planet. I use my PS4 controller for it. Oh, nice. It's, it's awesome. I just <laughs> use my PS4 controller, everything. It's on the dock. I'm happy. But anyway, let's get back to kind of, I guess, Mega Man <laughs> X4. I, so I thought the enhancements of weapons in this game were pretty good for the most part. Again, we have so many unitaskers. I don't understand why. Uh, one of which is that flame. When you, you All it does is shoot a flame in the air. It's bad. It's terrible. Like, why? What's there's only good for one boss, which is the first first Sigma form. It's fantastic. That's what you yes. use for that. Yeah. But it's other than that, it's so useless. But they have some really good ones. I like the homing. The homing laser is pretty neat. Um, the spider web is pretty cool. Spider web was good. Yeah, I mean, they're nothing like X again. With you know, there's no homing missiles. But man, X they're... is a perfect game. Like it, it's, yeah, it's it, it really is. It's one it's of those close. few perfect games that exist. And it's the lightning web is cool because you can use it like for X. You kind of need it for like platform purposes, like to get the EX tank and Frost Walrus's level and the oh. uh, heart tank and split mushroom. You can just kind of like shoot the web and then jump off it like it's a platform. Yep. And I like dual function weapons like that. And none of the none of the upgrades were terribly hard to get. I thought it was very well balanced. Like some of them were tricky, but nothing I felt was obscenely hard. It's nothing like x2 or x3 where you had to like dash like just perfectly to get something where you would die yeah instantly. that's two that's two in dragon okay. tank there yeah. were some yeah there, it wasn't nearly like that so that was nice nothing was too hard because I, I went through this and it didn't take me long using a guide knowing where to go to get the items i missed there's nothing here that's like how would i have found that like it's oh there's spikes up there i have a web i can get through that like i like how well and there's with X, there's only, like, two instances of backtracking. Like, I think once you get the Slash Beast, you need it to get through the uh, Rock Wall and Magma Dragoon's level. And then you need to get the Heart Tank in Web Spider's level. And, uh, like, I, I really like X games that all of them have backtracking and get stuff. 
but like when it's like minimized like x1 and this like there's very little especially with zero here yeah well, zero it really isn't much and with x you have to go back to maybe four stages i think maybe three but um the one the one upgrade that was very hard for me to get which i think is vital which was like one of the most important ones is getting the head module in um was it cyber peacock i think it was yes and that's the one where there's three stages and you're timed and you have to go and get an s rating on all three stages that took me forever i had the hardest time getting through were you using the soul body no is that was that is that the strat so the soul the soul body erases the yellow spheres so like it's oh. kind of like it's in front of you and you're kind of moving and it's erasing them as they're coming at you. So if you use it kind of strategically, you can get through it. It's still challenging. Like it's not yeah. easy, but it's easier. And like zero, um, if you use the spin slash move, it just gets rid of them for him. Yeah. See, that's interesting. So I, I kind of did it, you, you know, just brute forcing it the way the game wanted you to do it, at least. Okay. And yeah, I was able to do it. It took me a while. I'll tell you a good 20 years, 20 or so tries, but I finally got it because I knew what the hedge module did. And man, is that thing good? Because it basically makes it so you're you just don't your special weapons don't take energy like they just don't take any anything unless you and charge them unless you charge them. Right. Your charge as well. And it was pretty neat. I also like how the game when you don't have that tells you how many shots you have. That is really, really good. It's a little note. If you look at the energy bar, yeah. there'll be a number above that says how many shots of this weapon you have. So smart. Really, really helpful. Very strategic. You can say, oh, I have two. Maybe I'll switch to something else and try to get them down to, you know, to a final form, and then I'll take them out. Really nice little slice of life. Uh, not slice of life. Nice little, what's the word I'm looking for? Quality of User life. User enhancement experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or quality, quality of life, life works, too. So, yeah. Do you want to go through the stages, or we just want to talk I about do. the bosses? Um, well, just sort of the bosses stages. I mean, I, we mentioned Cyber Peacock, but I, want, I can't. Why I'm having a struggle with that word? But I want to mention the, my least favorite stage first and get it out of the way. It's that Stingray guy that I can't remember his name. All of a sudden, Chad Stingray. <laughs> I, so this level is entirely on a. You're on a bike for the whole level to the boss fight, and I was. I mean, it's very different if you're on a speeder bike. You're just going through but it is very very hard and i was just like i don't like this <laughs> i don't like this at all i had the hard i had a really tough time with it too i i don't like when games and i've said this before i feel like a redundant you know person but <laughs> I, I i don't like when games remove verbs and not give you any new ones and that's what this level does it removes your ability to not only control your speed, I mean, you have a boost, right, which you go faster or faster, but you don't have the ability to stop or slow down. As far as I remember, I don't believe you had the ability no. to slow down because I've made that mistake too. <laughs> was it X2 or X3? There was a similar kind of stage and I had no idea you could boost. And I'm like, why is the speeder so slow? And you guys are like, you can boost. I'm like, oh, oops. Oh, yeah, that's overdrive that. ostrich. Yeah, I should have I should have <laughs> read the manual. But this game removes a verb and doesn't give you any new ones. And I, I never like that because I have less control. I'm just shooting things to shoot things. Things are coming at you way too fast to really accurately avoid them. So now you have this repetition. Although the game is really good and about they, they have they have something like this in Mega Man X. Yeah, they have something like this in Mega Man Eight where you're on like a snowboard, but it gives you like a cue will be like jump or slide. So you still have those abilities like getting oh. the energy tank here is also really tricky. Yeah, it is because you have to kind of like go you have to know where it is. Yeah. And you have to really die a lot before you get there. And again, this game is really good about putting you back 
it, it, most of these levels are in two two parts. And the level, the parts themselves are not terribly long. So you get to try again and again and again and not really have much of an issue with it. But just that iteration was was annoying. And again, and I had such a hard time. You continue with part two as well, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you continue with part two. Great. Which is great. Yeah, it's, they don't make you start over from the very, very beginning, which is good. You know, once you've mastered one thing, let me try the next thing. I don't want to. I don't need to take the test over again. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, it's good. It's uh, but it's that that level I really didn't care for. But the rest of the levels, if I remember properly, were, were fine to cool. They have lots of flavor and personality. Unlike X three, where I thought everything was very generic, there really isn't a lot. There's lots of variety here. They really made good use of the PlayStation, the new hardware, like really allowed themselves to try new things and, and, and do that sort of thing. So, but what, what was the first, what was your first boss with, uh, we'll just do X and then I think zero doesn't matter as much. So we'll just go with X. Um, what was your first boss? The walrus thing for me. Oh, really? I, yeah, for X and zero, I started web spider. Oh, really? I, I see. I, so I guess I was following a different, I'm not saying you guys are following walkthroughs or anything. I, the first one I found was the, was the walrus. And I really like that design. It's super cool. But and I end up doing Magma Dragoon first because, like you were saying, Blair, you can ride your ride armor into that battle and easily take out three quarters of his energy before taking him out. Magma Dragoon without a power is really, really tough. Um, with, with X's, wow, because you use oh Storm. No, uh, geez, Storm Owl's weapon with X. I'm getting like the order mixed up. Because okay. I know with zero, I do Magma Dragoon third, and he's a chump with that weapon. But like with, because you can just hit him, and he kind of falls into like a very predictable pattern. It's also cool that he's like essentially Akuma. He has like the Akuma beads. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. And like, but with zero, it doesn't unless there's something I'm missing. Like, it doesn't have that luxury where there's no way to like put him into a predictable pattern. So you really no. have to be on your toes. Yep. And he's got a lot of attacks too. He's got those diagonal attacks. He's got a Shurikens. He's got his <laughs> Hadoukens. Yeah, he's got a, a task. Uh, yeah, he can throw those fireballs and come up the walls. So you can't hang out in the walls much. He's really tricky. And if you fight him first, you don't have an air dash, which makes it so hard to avoid a lot of the stuff he's doing. So really, the strat, uh, the strat for that is get the ride armor, go underneath the stage, and then pop up, and then you're invincible, of course, and then you can just wail away on him with the with the ride armor. So. That's kind of the strategic strat for that. So that's interesting. So we each started the game at different parts. Yeah, that is interesting. So, Mike, you said you started with the walrus? Yes, and I don't remember who I I did weakness order from there because I found something that gave me the weakness order, and I did the stupid stingray. But one of the other <laughs> bosses I want to talk about next that I really liked the level was Slash Beast, where you're on a train the whole time. And yeah, I like the idea level. is that he's guarding this train that's delivering supplies to the front lines for the war. And I just, I really got a kick out of that. I mean, the fight's fine. He wasn't that bad. He just is a big lion beast. And I, I, whatever his weakness was, I didn't have a hard time with him. I remember that, but it was cool. It's um, jet stingrays. Cause like it's for X, it's like you hit him and then he just kind of dashes and you keep hitting him. Yep. Like he's also one of the harder bosses with zero. Again, unless there's some trick I'm missing. Cause I'm sure there's someone who's listening. was like, Oh, all you have to do is this, but like, it's tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always a trick. And again, that's a good example of this game actually trying to provide some context for what you're doing and what the enemies are doing and how they fit into the overall narrative, such as it is. And I think it's, I really liked it. I thought it provided a lot of cool flavor. Um, that train level is just fun. It's just a lot of fun to go through and blow away turrets and a lot of variety. 
Really, that really mini, fun. That mini boss you were with all, like all the spikes that come in before the second part, like that is so easy with the. Because something that's interesting in this game is that like they introduced like chips in Mega Man Three or Mega Man X Three rather, where it augments one of your abilities. But here you can get one of two power ups for your Buster, so one right. you can charge four shots. I always go for the other one where it kind of fires like a plasma bolt and that makes yeah. that boss and slash beast level really easy is you shoot it and it just like keeps taking damage. Yeah, it kind of ignores their iframes and just completely annihilates them. I will say here while we're talking about that, I really appreciate them slimming down the amount of upgrades. I know as, as gamer people, we want more gamer treats and g- upgrades are gamer treats, right? Just makes us feel good to upgrade. But X3 was way too much. You had chips that you had to swap out, and then you had this thing, and there was three different M bosses and vile and vile and smile, and you had to get them in the right order and kill them. It was way too complicated. In this game, it's more like, again, Mega Man X, where you get your upgrades, right? You got boots, you got an air dash, you got a helmet, you got armor, you got an ultimate armor if you want, if you want to put in a code. And that's basically it. And I did the same. I went with the plasma, and it was very well served. I, I... and it's the is they even pare down the charging of the buster. There's two charge stages, not seven. They realize that in a Mega Man X game where things are coming at you fast, you don't have time to charge to seven or four. Well, obviously four. <laughs> they just it's it's small charge, big charge, and big charge becomes plasma, and it's fantastic. It feels good. It take the timing is right. It's great. It was nice. I, I didn't oh, have a great. problem with any of that stuff. That was awesome. Which was a nice change because I've had a lot of complaints before with some of the charging and things of that nature, and I had nothing Same. wrong with this. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's again, why in yeah. like Mega Man Eleven, there's an upgrade you can get auto charge, and it's like my old man thumbs are too. <laughs> like I can't do charging anymore. It's just like just just do it on your own. Just let my thumb rest. <laughs> let my thumb rest. <laughs> I've done my Mega Man crunches like growing up. Like <laughs> I made my bones in Mega Man Five on the NES. I'm done with this. Auto charge <laughs> me, please. That's funny. No, um, I get it. Though. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, it's kind of funny. Yeah, Frost Walrus. I love that design. He uh, again making good use of the hardware. Giant boss, really easy though. I mean, you really just yeah, he's not. He's not there's not a lot to him, but he's just cool looking and. His weapon is actually pretty cool. The ice shield, very effective against the stingray because stingray comes down in that um, that U. And his charge up, which is like this AOE avalanche of giant ice rocks, so cool. Even just visually, it was very neat. And so. his level is really cool too. As if you notice in the background, there's like an ice, I guess, sculpture or maybe Blizzard Buffalo's body is frozen, like in yes. the background of the start. <laughs> yep. There's a few like, of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mostly really like all cool. the ice bosses. You also get Chill Penguin is also somewhere in there too. Yeah. Oh, really? I I didn't notice it. He's in one of the he's in one of the, like the the mini boss level. He's somewhere in there, hidden in that level. I saw him, which made me laugh. I don't remember what the walrus was doing part of the war effort, but also when after you beat four bosses, this is when you get a fight. If you're playing as X, where you have to fight the Colonel, and I had a hell of a time fighting the Colonel. Oh, really? This was really hard for me. I don't remember the colonel being too. I had a hard time. I had a really because what he does, he has a lightsaber, and he he mostly will shoot. He'll shoot a beam. He'll shoot three different beams at you. You have to dive under one, jump over one, dive under one, or do this dash, and then then he teleports and he'll smack you. And I just for some reason, even with safeties, I struggled to to fight him the first time. 
I don't think he's that hard. Tech, it was just I was just failing terribly at the at the system. Yeah, and it's not terribly different from when you actually fight him in like the final stages either. No, no, no he was the really. hardest fight for me in the game. Interesting. Wow, even harder than Final Sigma, I, which I had I found pretty tricky. I for me the my Sigma goal with that game, one was but... yeah. Well, my my strat with him was when he was. When he disappeared, I knew he would wake up right next to me. He would appear yeah. next to me. So as and I got the timing down where I'd already be in a mid hop, not a big jump, just a hop. You kind of just hop over his uh, his sword, and then you can hit him a couple times. Then he disappears, and again, every time he disappears, he shows up right next to you. So <laughs> I got into a pretty good rhythm, and I it took me a few tries, but nothing nothing crazy. No, it was still it was still cool. It was just it was hard for me. I don't know why, but I. I like how he plays a big part because you don't even kill him; you just injure him in this first fight because you go and fight him later in this in this essentially Sigma stages. Let's just call them what they are. And then uh, um, one, one of the other bosses I want to mention next that was my favorite level design was Storm Owl. I really, really like Storm Owl stage where you're jumping on airship to airship, and the idea is that he took over the he took over the the airship armada that the army has, and he's using it to do whatever, and you're trying to stop him. I really thought it was cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's a very fun level. Yeah, he wasn't a bad boss, or he he was pretty simple. Whatever uses weakness, and he's just, he's an owl. But I just I, I just got a big kick out of that fight in that level. That was to me just so cool, and I just loved all the stuff about the fact that you're fighting. You know, they're fighting a war, and you're trying to you know you're you're taking out parts of their army. I don't know. It's so cool to me. It's pretty neat. And yeah. one of the other bosses to mention, I know Blair had mentioned earlier, Split Mushroom. You go to some lab. His level is oh. Hey, and he's he's an okay boss, but, but I didn't realize that he was one of Sigma's guys, not the Colonel's. That's cool. That's yeah, really cool to think about. It's a little subtle thing, like the the you might miss is like the dialogue depending on who you come at him with. Like I think it's different for X and Zero. There's also different cutscenes for X and Zero, and if you and when you level select, Zero has a different character than X has a guy named Double, who of course is not a double agent. No, not at all. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Zero has his girl Iris that he rescues at the end of the first level, mm-hmm. who is you know who is in the mission command with him. And I thought well, that a, was really it's cool. It's a Colonel's sister. Yeah, um, that, that one in Valley. Nope. And yeah, and <laughs> it's it's yeah because in when you fight with X, you fight Colonel. Right, it's Colonel then General. I'm <laughs> getting my military ranks mixed <laughs> up. Uh, and then. There's just a cutscene of him kind of having a sword duel with Zero, and then Iris shows up and tells him to stop. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to fight him midway like you would normally. Yeah, like you do his ex. Oh, you don't. You don't fight. No, not a Zero. Mid- no, oh, just okay. a cutscene. Okay, so yeah, because Iris. Yeah, that's right. So Iris, it, it, these. This is kind of where things get really odd <laughs> again, because like throughout this whole game, if you're if you're ex, you've only engaged with the Colonel once. But there's no other interaction with Double or Iris until you get to the final areas of the of the space station. I mean, like, there's the cutscenes where they talk to you in the like. Is there level? They don't yeah, really well, not cutscenes. It's level select. They talk. Yeah, to you. at the start of the stage select, they kind of that's where they break down. It's just like, oh, this guy's occupying here. This guy's occupying here. Oh yeah. If you're like me, I just keep hitting the X. It's just like, just let me get to the stage select. <laughs> I guess that's what I was doing. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember him saying anything. So maybe I just was subconsciously hammering on X to, to move on to the next fun thing. And there is a cut uh-huh. scene with double. I think it's near the end after you take out the eight bosses where you see double like change form in a cut scene and kill a bunch of people. Yes. Yeah, in this in when you go to the second Sigma stage. Okay. And you realize Double was like this evil Transformer type who just, yeah, just starts wrecking on people. And then, of course, you have to fight Double, you know, because <laughs> he was there, sent as a spy. 
by Sigma, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. So it's there, pretty... I'm trying to think what other bosses we haven't. Oh, yeah. There's also Web Spider, which we haven't mentioned yet. Web Spider, you're in a jungle and he's a spider. Yeah. A I like, I like Web Spider. I like his design. He um, does look cool. He's kind of an impractical, though. Like, boy, oh, boy, you really just need webs everywhere to get anywhere, don't you? Like, that's, yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty neat. It was fun. He's a, he was a fine boss. I mean, none of the bosses are really that bad in this game either, which no, is nice. they're cool. Cyber Peacock, even though it's a stupid name, is pretty neat. Pretty oh, fun. Oh, they uh, Oh, do they? Oh, do they really? <laughs> well, next next game, they're all Guns N' Roses names. Well, uh, actually, in, in the Legacy Collection, they actually fixed that. They actually gave them the names in the manual because, yeah, like in X5, I think his name is Eric Suzuki. He's since passed. I think he died in a car accident. His wife was Allison Court, who is the voice of Claire Redfield in Jubilee and X-Men. And he was the he was working localization. And she was like, oh, you really like Guns N' Roses. Like, why not give them Guns N' Roses name? So that's what happened in X5. <laughs> Amazing. He had that kind of power, right? That's like you're just localization guy. Like, huh. I guess like around that time for like Mega Man X5, which came in in 2001 after the PlayStation 2 and the Dreamcast. They were probably just like, whatever, just get it out. Wait, X5 came out that far after X4? X6 came out the same year in the in like X5 was February 2001 in North America. I don't know the Japanese okay. release date. X6 was December of that year. Oh my shows, God. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Wow. And that wow, was like Devil ahead May of Cry, but... Silent Hill 2, Melgar <laughs> okay. Solid 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Wow. So who was All the right. first sigma stage boss i can't remember off the top of my head it's a kernel it's, it's just the same as oh, okay it'll section yeah that that also gave me terrible trouble and he has a few extra abilities now because one thing about this about the boss fights is when you get their health down to about half it goes into like a second phase usually where they have they change up their attack which was annoying cool but annoying to me because it kicked my and the colonel kicked my ass this time too except this fight went better than the first fight with the Colonel. I, I think I was had a better understanding of what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. again, it's the same. Again, he has a couple more attacks, but nothing that I thought was too crazy. And again, the game is so friendly with plopping you back into the battle when you, after you died. Didn't didn't bug me as much as like X three. Really and then after after you kill the Colonel, you go to the final weapon stage, which is a giant satellite cannon or something. I think and they're going to blow up the world. I'm assuming is what it was. Yeah, or something. yeah, they're going to destroy Earth. You know, usual evil bad guy. That stuff. makes sense. Yeah. And I, I think it's cool how the mini, the because this this little, this level has two bosses, and, and the first boss depends on who you're playing. At X, if we were talking about, you fight Double, who you see, and like Double, what are you doing here? And then he transforms into a big creature thing, and you got to kill him. And if it, if you play a Zero, Iris sacrifices herself, and you have to fight Iris because she's upset that you killed her brother. She turns herself into some kind of golem or some kind of like robot thing. Yeah, oh. she has like a jewel and kind of like envelops herself in an armor, and then Zero just. <laughs> kills her like kills her like he doesn't pull his punches or anything <laughs> no 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 chance of diplomacy just like all right iris gonna all right so clearly you're an enemy now because you have a, a life bar <laughs> one thing i noticed here because this, at this point this is the only place you're really going to notice this um among the upgrades of course the the heart tanks you receive which you really have to get of course um you have two sub tanks you only get two in this game where usually you get four I think in all the others, I know in Mega Man X, you can have up to four sub tanks. You only get two yes. and you get a weapon sub tank, which was very, very interesting to me. I was like, oh, that's that's a new thing for the series where you can actually now if you have the helmet, it's useless. There's no. Yeah, point. that's the thing. It's weird. <laughs> and you also get like um, 
you get an EX tank, which is basically gives you four extra. You gives you four lives instead of two when you continue. Yes, correct. Um, which I found more annoying than not because sometimes I want <laughs> I want to go back to and refill my. I want to go back to actually, and I'll discuss how I worked that with Sigma and my annoyance with what this with these games do. And I don't know if it continues this way in the series, but they just need to stop hopefully. But <laughs> there were times when I just wanted to go back and refill because I used all my sub tanks. I need to refill because I can't beat this person without my sub tanks, and there's yeah, no opportunity. There's no opportunity to refill them, so I found myself just killing myself over and over again, four times instead of two. So I was kind of like, <laughs> all right, well, okay. Yeah, but it's just something like I never really did because, like in Mega Man X One, like if you die at Sigma, well in X Three, I think one of the chips, like if you stand still, it just fills up your yes, sub tanks. It it's just laborious. Well, but in X One, it kind of has like the um, the caterpillars that are yes. coming down, you can kill those. <laughs> like, if you just, like, use all your sub-tanks, which I always liked. My I mean, also, is... in, in X3, it's only, it's only you know, slow if you're not playing on an emulator and you just hit turbo speed and it goes up real fast, then. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, <laughs> I really love in X2, like, bubble crabs level, because they're just one thing where you just, like, suck in all this power. Mm-hmm. It's like, I wish every X game had a... This like game that. doesn't have a quick way to refill them, unfortunately. There I was is, looking, though. There, and there is, actually. Well, there actually oh, is. There is? Yeah, if you go up to, uh, if you're in the frost area, at the very, very, very beginning, yeah. if you climb up the left wall and then speed dash over to the right area, there are about eight or so power refills. There's a couple oh. of weapons, and there's like eight or so full, you know, big power ups, the power refills. Well, that's and cool. And you just have to go in there, maybe, you know, option out three or four times, and you'll have everything filled. Oh, so it takes you maybe like five minutes it, it's great but i have to like die four times in a row on purpose so i can get back to that area well you can just uh, escape well, well no i don't no, not when you haven't beaten an area though I, I couldn't escape from the sigma areas oh right 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 yes when you want to go sorry right 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 <laughs> no, no no you're fine no no, no you're fine i i because i didn't feel like i really needed it with any of the other ones which is why this came up for me at the sigma section i really didn't feel the need to refit um or even use sub tanks i kind of forgot they were there um, because the game is so well, the game is really friendly about dropping you right back in. So I was like, all right, I'll just drop back in and and learn how to beat it. So, but I think we're at those sigma stages now, right? Are we there yet? Yes, we're in the sigma stages, and then oh, we have to after get the, you get the general, we, yeah, you fight after you, yeah, you fight the general, which I thought was cool because you see this guy throughout the game in cutscenes in there. He's this giant robot, and he shoots his hands at you, and it. It was kind of a cool fight. Like, it was cool that you're fighting, you know, the re- I like fighting the Replite army, and this is when you find out that they've been manipulated because the general had met with Sigma earlier while Sigma was in a cloak and nobody knew who Sigma was, I guess. But he, Sigma was the one that planted the seed that made the rebellion happen. Yeah, yeah they, they, kind of hint, they kind of allude to it at the start because, like, Sigma's watching it on TV and you see, like, him kind of stand up with, like, his scythe and then you see, like, the two scars over his eyes and you're just like, oh, yeah, we know who this is. <laughs> that guy. That guy. <laughs> I, I don't understand why he has to be in every single game. I kind of wish he'd just go away and there'd be another villain, but I guess uh, that's Mega Man for you. Does that, ever, I mean, I don't want to, I guess, who cares? Spoil it. Does that ever end? <laughs> X8. Okay. He actually Maybe. isn't, you do fight him, but someone else comes in after. Oh. Okay. Um, and okay. the RPG spinoff. Mega um, Man X Command Mission? Yes, I don't think he's there at all. Oh, I, I want to play that game so bad on this show. 
Apparently played on GameCube. I actually own a copy of that game. I, I, I finished it, but it was when it was new and I had a PS2 version. And apparently the load times are way worse than PS2. Oh, I'm not surprised. I have the PS2 copy too, somewhere behind me. Yeah, and then I'm after you to steal it from somebody, if you ask me yeah. to be on that one, I have no idea. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be a while because it's not RPGs are not something I do commonly, but it's on I my know. list when I run out of other Mega Man games to cover. And then after you beat the, the general, you go to the sick, you go to the last stage. You have all the refights, of course, which I hate refights, but make a man. Blair, what do you what's your opinion on, on refights? I my my opinions have been stated three times now on this show. <laughs> so I'll let um, you chime in on refights. It's it's it depends is like sometimes like with zero in this game some of the bosses are really easy but like in here when you fight magma dragoon for example you don't have the luxury of having the ride armor so it's really annoying like a lot of the bosses with x in this are really easy if you use their weaknesses like as they always like magma dragoon and slash beast they all fall in like predictable patterns same thing with split mushroom so you can get through them pretty fast zero it's a little bit tricky it all depends on how long they take to do. Like in, in X3, like I always get the zero saber, so I just charge that and throw it at them twice, and they're dead. But uh, I don't know. It it depends. Yeah, so I usually know the... the so it's not a terribly challenging thing. I don't think I, I rarely die in these things, because again, I know what they are. I just never like the idea of playing of taking the test again. <laughs> I already passed this test. Don't make me take this test again. Why am I taking this test twice? I passed it already. I, I just I think it's just tedious and it's padding. That's not necessary because this game is like you said, it's pretty trim, right? It's like a two hour. But again, this has been happening since Mega Man one, I think, on the NES. So, well, two was where they introduced the gauntlet. Like it, it's always yes. been there like a Mega Man X one. It's like Mega Man one because you fight one boss like in Mega Man X, you fight them kind of start and stop throughout the levels and that was what Which was is like nice. Mega Man 1 and Which then Mega, nice. like yeah, that. Mega Man 2 onwards it's always been like the gauntlet but the thing is like if they didn't do it people would complain it's like well where's the boss gauntlet and some people would be like good riddance mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I, I'm good riddance guy but I just chalk it up to being Mega Man stuff and a part of the series I just have to deal with and uh, but I just never like it it's never fun not good for me. Oh, so. and before we get any farther, I want to do something real quick that I had not done for a few weeks. I want to do a giveaway because I have hey. I need to get rid of because my dumbass bought this game on Fanatical for five dollars, not realizing I already owned it. So <laughs> all right, let, let me get my pen out. So let's go. All right. It's fire away. <laughs> for, this is Steam code for Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. If you don't know what that is, don't worry. I don't either. But I <laughs> bought it twice. I'm, I'm going to put my pen away. I'm just there's no point. Uh, it's a, EXs, an RPG. Too many X's in that for me, I guess. Of something. So the code okay. is for Steam DGW06BMKZ8DNLTK. So hopefully somebody can enjoy that code and I can make some use out of it other than just my dumbass buying it twice. So, well, listen, I, you know what? And snag that code. Who knows? It's, it costs you nothing but the time it took you to listen to this podcast. So, yes. who knows? May, maybe become your favorite, next favorite game. One day I'll play it instead of buying it twice, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, though. It's some kind of RPG of some sort. That's all I know about it. But I've been wanting to get rid of That code's been bugging me that has been in my phone every so often. Go, oh, yeah, that's the time that you were stupid, Mike. And I'm like, and not, so. And not, not for nothing, I do love the fact that Mike on this show, you know, both shows be like, oh, we have this promotional Steam code to give you. Ready? <laughs> Get your pens out, y'all. Mike is like, I don't know. I bought this too, twice. I'm an idiot. And I don't know. This is a piece of garbage game. Who cares? 
take it if you like. Don't I don't care. Like, I just so want to get rid of them. And at it's least just... putting them on the show, I feel like I'm giving to somebody who listens to me. Blabber every month, every week. It. So it's, it's no no subterfuge, no like playing it up. He's like, hey, here's a Steam code. Could be shit. Whatever. You can have this hey, shit. It's JRPG. So desire. Hey, listen. PC. If you like that thing, do that thing. I and there's a fishing the mini game in it, I guess, because I'm looking at a review and I'm clicking buttons real fast. And so I guess, yeah. Okay. yeah people know. like people like fishing mini games. That's cool. Good. I really want to play it one day, but I don't foresee it happening. So you know. excellent. All right, there we go. Uh, what were you saying? We we're talking about Sigma, right? Boss Gauntlet. Yes. Boss Gauntlets. They stink. Moving yes, on. they do. <laughs> sorry. They, no, don't be sorry. They always stink. I've hated all boss gauntlets ever in games. I don't like them. I was playing something recently had a boss gauntlet too, and I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, Mega Man Legends Two had a boss gauntlet. <laughs> That's where it was from. Because I bet you people complained that Legends 1 didn't have one. I didn't complain. I was happy. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) And then you fight Sigma. The first fight of Sigma, he's in a, he looks like death from Castlevania and he has, and he's just flying back and forth, but you can kill him like real simple with a fire power up where you just shoot up and just murder him, which was nice. Sigma 2 is maybe the hardest boss in the game. I have no clear strategy for how to beat him. I didn't have a problem with him. Interesting. I had a I, I found him really tricky. I, I had to really work to get good enough to because, again, you, they, the game doesn't really let you refit or recharge until you get to the final one. And the final one, by the time I figured it out, I was over it. It was kind of like, I'm sick of this now. So I could have gotten through the final one fine. But I'll explain what happened to me on this one is I the second one I found was definitely harder uh, because the weapon to use is the lightning web. But the lightning web is very slow, and you can't really do anything except move, of course, while it's in play. <laughs> Dashing underneath him when he's throwing his giant balls of death is great. But he'll throw out these like four little boomerang-looking things yeah. that you really can't destroy. And it may be a way. I don't know. There could be a way. And those things have just enough speed and angle on them because they basically heat-seek you out. Very hard to avoid, I felt. Yes, they were. Even my, even my usual strategy of you know jump up into the corner and kind of slide down and let them just go over my head, that didn't work half the time. So it was tough. It was a, it was a tough. And then, of course, he fires, I think he fires like a laser of some sort that kind of stays on the ground. And yeah. Really tricky boss. I agree with you, Blair. It was, took me a while because I could get through him, but then I need to make sure I have enough sub tanks to take on the final form of Sigma, who's a, literally a two-headed beast. <laughs> The top beast has a laser cannon, which once you figure out the pattern, it's not too bad. It's really pretty straightforward. And the second bottom one, who is a horror monster death face <laughs> that I posted on Twitter, my new Nightmare Fuel. Like, oh, he's great. His- and my comment <laughs> was Nightmare Fuel of Bill's happening to place. It is. my I was Well, listen, I was very happy with, with his gross face, but it was also very surprising. And also these cutscenes have a little blood in there and a little grody, like. There was a little more adult themed than I remember. Like, I expected a Mega Man X game to be like the manga stuff, but I don't know. Yes. Is that manga? Is it anime? I don't know what the difference is. I'm sorry. Yeah, manga well, is manga, a manga is the comic. Anime is the cartoons. Okay. 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 Cool. So there's no animated manga. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> and, you and, and you read them backwards, right? Is that also yes. a thing? Yes. You read them backwards. Okay. Great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, not trying to be dismissive of it. I just literally know nothing about it. Um, and then the bottom face, just he has two attacks. He can blow you towards Spike Wall, or which doesn't instant kill you, by the way, which is good. Or he can suck you into his monster face and chew you. <laughs> and I found those really tough. I had a hard time. Those spikes no- do instant kill you. Yeah, oh, they do. You, uh, you, you must have, have already s- gotten hit by something else right before it, but yeah, they do instant okay. kill you. 
you kind of have to stay in the middle to kind of split the difference because like not when he sucks you in like the two the red and blue heads pop up right so you, if you split the middle and you kind of get stuck between the two heads and you kind of shoot one with your gun then attack him so you want him to do the one where he's blowing you towards the spikes as you can get some more hits in yes. because with the other way you have to like get rid of something before you attack him correct yeah and i i found that yeah, I always found like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And again, that's just me probably not learning. There was just didn't seem like there's any signaling on, signaling on what he was going to do. That's yeah. why I tried to just stay in the middle because also when he's blowing at you, I believe, or even sucking in, there's like rocks coming at you. Like there's a lot of stuff on the screen trying to kill you. When I there's first, a lot of attacks. Yeah, when I first encountered it, because so basically it's broken up into you know the first boss with the laser. And then there's like a mini challenge where you either have a blue head coming at you with frost face, you know, you know frost coming at your face or shooting fireballs or lasers. Those guys are in bad. The laser, I thought, was the trickiest of the three. Yeah, the yellow head. The yellow head was the trickiest. And then you go on to the next, you know, you know, the other face. And yeah, I just have a hard, I had a tricky time figuring out what to do there. Again, if I had stuck with it another 15 minutes, probably, I probably would have succeeded on my own. But I just got points like, ah. Yeah. If you yeah. just have one more sub tank, I think it would be yes. a little bit too easy because I think that's what it needs. Is like you just need one more because they give you like a one power, a, like a tiny power up thing before you fight Sigma two. Yes, but it doesn't really do that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and I got to the point because again, the second Sigma is so hard; it's very unlikely you're going to get to final Sigma with, with two you tanks. know at least with two tank. Well, I, well. I was saving the two tanks because if I I was not allowing myself to use any tanks on second Sigma, so I would approach final Sigma with, you know, two, you know, a third of health. I get that little power up, but now I'm not at full power. And basically that difference I started with is what I ended up with taking him out, if that makes sense. And that's why I was like, ah, I got the final one down to like a third. Ah, fine. I'm good. I, I succeeded. The other thing that annoyed me though, and again, this is standard, this is standard Mega Man stuff is... When of course you have to fight all three bosses after every failure. Every time you die, you have to fight all three again, which I don't like. And again, I hate that too. I it, I don't understand why they do it. Stop making me take the test again. I know how to beat death. You know, Castlevania Death Sigma. I understand. It's boring. I I get it. Because each iteration is not teaching me anything new to take on the final boss. So it's not like but I need to. This is just that era. I guess it, but it's it's been a while though. This happens all the time. Okay? When, you, well, when you get far, like example, yeah. I was playing a bat, Batman game this today, and like when I was and I was doing a boss fight midway through the boss fight. When you finish the first phase, here's a checkpoint. Here's a save. Now do the second phase. It wasn't. It's more of a 360 on thing where they started mm-hmm. to really put checkpoints in games where they like we understand your time. This is when there's like fuck you. You know, that's just a different time. It sucks. Yeah, I, hate I it. guess. And the problem was, though, because I, I found myself kind of saying I could have four lives instead of the two, which actually was a detriment here. Because <laughs> let's say you live four and three, I, I know I don't have enough to beat Final Sigma. Like, I forget it. I forget. I'm just going to die. And then I say, all right, this is my run. Okay. I have like half power left. I, bar- I barely die. I use all my sub tanks. Great. I'm just going to kill myself now two more times to go back to the frost area to refill because there is no area to refill. It's really annoying, and they give you a weapon tank and a and a giant a giant energy fill, which I think the giant one, the pickup, is for gives you all your health back. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, right? But it doesn't fill up your sub tank all the way. 
no. you would think you would fill your sub tank all the way. It only ref- it's only for your health, so it's useless so unless you want to go through that thing eighty times and just refill your sub tanks over and over and over again. You have to escape and go back to frost level. It's so the, annoying. The all four lives. Fiction. The four lives are good when you have zero because like it takes like some of the bosses in the gauntlet are a little bit trickier, so you might lose a life or two. Okay. So I appreciate it there with zero more than okay. X. It's like a, yeah, like a bit of a pain in the ass, and you're like, okay, I have to commit suicide like three times in order to go back and then yeah. do this all over again. Exactly. And that was my problem with it. But again, that's just Mega Man stuff. It's been like that since X. And it's, it's never you're always going to have that friction. And you're always going to have the dumb boss gauntlet. It's just what it is. Take the good with the bad. But, you know, again, it <laughs> is what it is. No, I get it. I, I That's why I tend not to, like, for a long time. I, I mean, I love games. I've always loved games. But it wasn't really to the 360 era when I started to branch out into other type of games. Mm. Because so many were so hard to play for me at that time because of those restrictions. Yeah, I so get not, that. Not. Not understanding my time, <laughs> so that's right. That's right. But now they do. For the most part, games do now. Yeah. I mean, even Dark Souls. I don't consider Dark Souls that hard. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. I just. I can't. I can't understand how you. <laughs> I mean, no offense. I mean, I love the fact you love Dark Souls, but Mister Mister Cheat Code Emulator speeded through it is really into crunchy from software games. I, let's mm-hmm. I haven't it. played them since the show started, though. Unfortunately, I had to quit when the show started. But that's just because I'm too damn busy. Fair. <laughs> and they're not so, exactly a game that can say, okay, I'm going to beat it in a week, because I won't beat it in a week. So tune in next week for Elden Ring. Yeah, exactly. First impressions, Elden Ring. <laughs> Actually, I'm, the what are you playing I'm doing next week I'm recording for this month will be all about Elden Ring, because the two guests I have have been playing it nonstop, so that's what we're talking about. <laughs> you cool. can hear about That'll it. That'll be fun. Uh, I'll be sitting there quietly. I'll listen, because I will never play a From Software game ever, ever. <sighs> Me Dorsals. too. The thing about Dark Souls, you just have to play it the right way, and the right way being you have to sit there and watch YouTube videos of what to do before you go do it so you don't get murdered. I'm not playing homework to do a game. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Look at what I do every day of my life now. (laughs) I have two children I'm trying to keep alive. Just keep alive. I got, they're dependent on me for their survival, okay? I I do not have the time to beat my head against the wall. I, you, I everyone's, heard children, my blood, everyone's heard my Bloodborne service. They have story, tails. Story at this point. They have tails and four paws. All my children <laughs> that I have in my house. My son's fourteen. He doesn't live with me, so I don't. He not. I don't have to keep him alive right. <laughs> like that. But all right. Perfect. And uh, for, we're gonna go to questions, comments, or memories. Oh, we got some of the endings first, though. Don't we? Oh yeah, no, never mind. Let's do that. The, yes, I forgot. The two horribly depressing, sad endings to our fun Mega Man adventure. <laughs> We need to chat about this. Well, I yes, mean, we they they all have sad endings. It's like even like Mega Man X One. If you like look at the like the text, it's just like X sits on like a mountain by himself and contemplates like what the nature of war and will he have to fight his entire yeah. life and things like that. And what if I it's all like Mega Man, where it's just like, oh, Doctor Wily's back in jail again. Except for Mega Man Seven, where he's like, I'm going to kill you this time. So prepare for that one if you ever do that one on the show. Um, yeah, because like before you fight Sigma with zero, because when you start the game at zero, there's like a cutscene where he's having like a nightmare and you can see Dr. Wily's silhouette because it's been implied that in X2 that zero is essentially what X what X is to Dr. Light, where he zero uh, Dr. Wily put zero in a capsule and he awoke in the future and you see before X1, when Sigma was the leader of the Maverick Hunters, where he finds Zero, and Zero is completely feral and fighting him, 
which I thought was really cool. Like it's a really there's I think there's a few seizure inducing moments, but it's a really <laughs> cool fight. And then I believe like the fan theory is that because in X five you find out that well it was in X three that like the Sigma isn't like a robot; it's a virus, right? And like in here, like you see Sigma, and he like punches like the W comes up on Zero's helmet. And he kind of freaks out and Sigma punches him. And that's kind of what like the fan theory is that the virus passed from zero into Sigma at that point, oh. which turned him into the big bad. Oh, huh. I mean, it's not implied. It's all like fan theory because I don't think Capcom's ever done anything kind of cementing like the timeline here. Because I, I think like with this and Resident Evil, they don't ever want to like give away everything. They just want to keep everything ambiguous for sequels. I was like, Zero was actually supposed to be, like, the main, like, he would eventually get his own series of games, but Mega Man X1 wasn't actually supposed to have, like, Mega Man. It was supposed to be Zero, and then Capcom said, no, let's, you know, we have to, for marketability, we have to have, like, a blue robot. We can't have this, like, red robot guy with, like, blonde hair. So this right. is kind of the first one where, like, they bring Zero to the forefront, and X5 is... Like, you'll get into it. It's X5 is kind of seen as, like, the true ending of the X series. And then it was supposed to go into the Zero series. But then Capcom was like, well, we made this one for cheap and it made a lot of money. So let's keep making more. <laughs> okay. Yikes. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I, I thought it was pretty neat, though. I thought it was interesting watching Sigma take on, you know, Zero. He leaves without an arm. <laughs> like, he literally leaves without an arm. Like, in his... All his uh, little buddies there were kind of like, oh, Commander Sigma, you know, and it's yeah, kind they, of like I think there's three different origins because I, I was reading for like because Sigma has like the green or the like the scars on his eyes. And depending right. there's like three different ways in which he gets that, because I think in the Maverick Hunter X remake of Mega Man X1, how he gets them is one way. I can't remember. I think it's in like the anime cutscene. And in this, it's implied that Zero did it. And then there's a manga, apparently, that's another way of how we got it. Gotcha. Well, it's interesting. I mean, and I thought both endings were actually, again, really sad. You know, like Mega Man X flies away. And again, he's still stuck in his existential quandary of who am I? Where did I come from? Am I going to become one of those creatures? Basically ask Zero, hey, if I become <laughs> a maverick, can you just murder me, please? Like mercy kill me? Yeah. Twitch, Twitch Zero, you know, responds, don't worry about it. Come back to base. Have a rest. Because that's what you do with somebody who's clearly struggling. And then <laughs> Zero, his ending, he's lost everything. He's He watched Ira, Iris die. He's saying Ira. He killed he watched, her. He, he killed her. He, <laughs> that's right. He killed her and then goes, no, in very hilarious, dramatic fashion. Yes, yes, we get the, what am I fighting for? Oh, it's so good. What a great little nugget of just cheese. Good, good, good old fashioned cheese. It's but again, PS1 charming. Super charming. Oh, yeah. I love it. Exactly. It was that's great. Oh, I love that stuff. I haven't actually watched the interview, but someone I wish I knew the channel. Someone actually tracked down the voice actress for Mega Man X, and I think she also did Mega Man and Mega Man 8. And just kind of like asked her just about like the process of recording for this. And like, I really need to go and give it a listen. I wish I could. I knew where it was, too. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. Sounds like sounds so good. Yeah. Any and then that's it. OK, yeah. then we'll go on to questions, comments and memories. I got a I got a few, actually. First from the Giant Bomb group I got from Carson Clark. Great opening and original soundtracks. Music was good in this. Really good. Did you actually yeah. listen to the music? I did, actually. <laughs> 
As was like very yeah. never listen to it. No, I don't. But I actually had I didn't have a podcast playing in this game for the most part. I just listened to them. I just had it playing and I had headphones in. I actually enjoyed the music for this one, even though I kept save stating until it would, you know, start and load in odd spots. But still, I, I enjoyed it. Mike is to video game music as I am to anime. <laughs> this <laughs> doesn't work. End of the game, but it, yeah. this game, it worked for me. For sure, for sure. Which I was uh, surprised. And from Joseph Butler, friend of the show, I love Mega Man X4. The cheat code in this are great where you can play as Dark Zero or start X with all his upgrades. Zero screams, what am I fighting for? <laughs> to Dante from Double May Cry 1. I'm not sure. I don't remember what he says in Double May Cry 1. It's been a long time. Oh, it's, uh, I was supposed to be the one to fill your dark soul with light. <laughs> <laughs> I like those games a lot, but it's been a while since I played them. It's been a very long time for me, too. Yeah. Before the before the podcast became a thing, I played them. Uh, from Randy Kluver, lots of fond memories of this game. Pretty sure I only ever beat it with cheats because it was hard as fuck. The last boss against Sigma is ridiculous. Yes, it is. Yeah. And from Chris L, my favorite X game. It feels so perfectly tuned for Zero's combat and tight controls. Hopefully, you play audio from some of the cutscene masterpieces. I am not, just because YouTube will be like, ah, 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 ah. You didn't say the magic word. Ah, ah, ah. So, <laughs> well, just put it, just put it in the podcast and do, just put the, the without the audio on YouTube. It's on a podcast. No one cares. Come on. Podcast no, I know, but I don't want to go through that. It, it's man. the 15th most popular uh, entertainment form on the planet. Nobody cares what happens on this platform. <laughs> Go, no, I know, go, but I just don't ahead. ever do that in case someday this show gets big and I and people are like, shut him down now. You never know. So never know. I just don't do that. But it's there. The cutscenes are hilarious, by the way. The voice, the voice acting is just really cool. good. All right. From Gio Molina. Damn super dope game I bought from a Best Buy after looking at the art for years. It was at the end of the PS1 life when I picked it up for about $15, $20, I believe. Love the art and cutscenes for this one. So fun. From Tom Strum. It's my favorite one with a playable zero. How many have zero? The rest of them? Yes, because in X7, speaking of X and his existential crisis, uh, <laughs> X isn't playable at the start. You have zero and Poochie. You mean Axel? Yeah, he's Poochie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a character. It's like, we need to interject something new in this series, and people should be asking, when Axel isn't on screen, where is Axel? <laughs> um, yeah, because X is just like oh, I don't want to fight anymore. And then eventually he's like, oh, I guess I have to fight. And every time he fires his charge shot, he says, stop it, because he doesn't want to fight. It's so bad. Oh. What? Oh, it's so bad. There's a boss called Tornado Tun, and he's a giant dancing onion. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, the European this. accent. Wow. I, I can't wow, wait to wow. play the rest of the series. I really I can't. can't. Wait for you to experience X7. Oh, lordy lord. <laughs> Good Lord, let's escalate this this uh, little project here too. Let's go. Yeah, we're fast tracking the rest of the series. We're fast. I mean, listen, I'm not- onion. I'm I'm on board now. Next week is X five. Next week after that is X six. Join us next week after that for X seven. <laughs> we'll I will play never play a series that close in order. I I know what happens. I did it with yeah. Uncharted before I started this podcast, and I oh no, I played wow. Uncharted three in a row and i remember just being just not even wanting to play three and i was just like i'm done with this and i yeah, i like, think it was i have to fight another a thousand nameless henchmen behind <laughs> well, cover if you notice yeah. like with the seasons i usually don't tend to do more than one franchise in the game at a time or a season because it's just too much yeah it's a lot man you, I, you lose it you lose objectivity too yeah that's right. yeah so i'll never do that again and from jj franco man the addition of zero changes for all for me, this is one of my all-time favorite games. All right. And from 
see. From the Overblood group, I got a few from Danny Palacio. Who was your favorite Reploid master? I'm going to say Slash Beast because he looked cool. Mm, I don't know. I got to say Magma Dragoon. I like the Akuma aesthetic, and he's kind of like, I didn't, I don't care about the conflict. I just wanted to fight you guys. <laughs> I I aesthetically like Split Mushroom because he's just a small fry. Kind of <laughs> cute. He's kind of cute in a way. But I think as far as just mechanics and challenge, I think I'd say Dragoon as well. He's really tough, and I had probably the hardest time with him because he was my first. But I just like his variety of attacks, and he just looks really super cool. It's a cool stage, and yeah, also the one that betrayed saying. you. <laughs> and he betrayed me, and he has the most agency in the story. So um, and yeah, yeah, he has he actually has a death speech when he like lies there in half. Yeah, yeah, in half. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> yeah, so and I'll from Manuel Rodriguez, friend of the show. This was my first Mega Man X game, and to this day, it's my favorite in the entire franchise. The voice acting is Garbo, but everything else is top-notch, from the gameplay to the original soundtrack, which I hope Mike listened to, to the visual style of the game. If they ever do classic Mega Man X, I hope it's with this art style. This game obviously goes for the shelf for me alongside the X figure Funko Pop. Okay? Very nice. And from Sebastian Games, God, the voice acting is so bad, yet so nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's great. And let's see from Andrew Burns. I had never played a Mega Man game before, so I had no idea what I was in for as a kid. I never even came close to beating it, but I played the intro levels, both zero and X many times just because I thought it was so stylish and cool. Awesome music too. And let's see here from Brad Herring. All I have to say is that the soundtrack for storm owl stage is one of the best Mega Man tracks of all time. I don't even remember what it was. But, okay. I don't remember it, but I'll listen to it after this. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I, I kind of remember it. My favorite track of the game is actually the X intro stage. I think that's a good kickoff to get your energy mm-hmm. going. Yeah, it's a very good X stage. You know, like you were saying earlier, Blair, it's um, it's the intro stages that to remind you how to play the game again. And again, Mega Man X's 1-1 is one of the best in games. It's the best in games. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Um, but this one's up there. It's really great. It gives, and it gives you a nice large boss encounter, two of them. You know, it's, it, it launches you really well into the game with a lot of um, drama and explosions and blasting. Like all the stuff you want in Mega Man. It really kicks it off great. It's, yeah, it's, it's way up there. It's good. And from Chris Markova. This is the second easiest game in the series behind Mega Man X. Definitely the easiest to get all the upgrades. I haven't played much of X5 on, but the story in this one is pretty rough. It's like they launched this massive military campaign on absolutely no intel and completely get it wrong, causing pointless destruction everywhere. Yep. <laughs> happens in real happens in real world, yeah, it unfortunately. Does. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. it's happening right now. <laughs> right, literally right <laughs> yes, now. It is. But it's a it's a thin narrative. But uh, no one really is here for it, and I, I appreciate their attempts at least. It's not the strongest narrative in the I world. Liked but it a lot. It, it's I liked it. It's the people who cool. want to get into it, like yes. me, who yeah. like I I'm all in on like Mega Man and like connecting the dots and how all of these disparate things like talk to one another. But if you just want to skip through it, you can hit that start button and you can <laughs> power through all the dialogue. Yeah, and I apologize if I'm sound dismissive of it because I know people really dig it, and I don't want to make it sound like you shouldn't, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, you're fine. And from the last group, Mega Man fans, I'm going to read from a freight stalworth, hands down the hardest final boss fight in the entire X series, especially when you use Zero. Okay. Yeah. Again, I can't can't relate to the Zero bit. I I it's I, I don't know. It's about the same with Zero and X. I would say. And from Cassie. Casey Alexander Stewart, I actually find this game easier with zero over X. Ultimate Armor X would be super easy, but standard of fourth armor is pretty tough. Honestly, to me, X4 is the best in the series. I think it it is the peak of Mega Man X. The anime cutscenes are great, and every boss fight is fun. To me, X4 is my favorite X game. 
right on. Right I like hearing that a lot. And a lot of people really I like this these game comments. Too. From Brandon Laferney, loved X4, my personal favorite in the series. Amazing soundtrack, amazing gameplay, great story, top-notch anime cutscenes, despite the terrible voice acting. <laughs> and from Victor Portillo, I remember my first Zero playthrough in X4, being more used to shooting things with X's buster rather than charging face first with a melee weapon. I used Rage a lot playing as Zero. Good times. I used to Rage a lot. That's what he said. Yeah. All right, and the last one I want to read uh, from Keith Tradeaway. If the game is making you so mad, why are you playing it? In quotations, his mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, and that's all that. I got for those. I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box. And Blair, why don't you go first? Shelf, because I own multiple copies of this game. Like, I, <laughs> I, um, yeah, because I think, like, I never got my PlayStation until the year 2000. And this game just randomly was re-released at a budget price of like $29. So I remember one birthday I got like this and Mega Man 8 and it was like one of the best birthdays ever. Wow. And I bought this in like the X collection. I bought it on PS3. I bought the Legacy collection on Switch and PS4. And like I'll always go back to this one. This is kind of like where the series ends for me. Like X5 onwards is a bit of a chore. But like... Yeah, going through X one, two, and three, and four, like this is a great game, and I'm really happy to read all those comments of people saying that they love it. And, like it's their favorite. Makes me happy too. All right, what about you, Bill? Oh, this is a shelf. This is actually a very easy shelf. I, I really enjoyed my time with this. I I labored, like I said, the open. If this is better than X one, I don't think I can say that in good faith. But this is really close. I mean, this is the sort of it's not quite the sea change from NES. Mega Man to SNES Mega Man, but this definitely is a, a 1.5 evolution from SNES to newer hardware. They make amazing use of the new hardware. Those cutscenes are fun, and again, for the time, they were probably amazing. Um, the bosses, for the most part, are all really good. The level design's great and varied. There's some dumb Mega Man stuff in there that just are there, and it's part of the DNA of the series, but man, I really enjoyed it. This was easily the best one I've played for this series since Mega Man X. Um, so while it won't supplant that game as my favorite of all time, it's definitely I can see why if it would be your favorite. If someone says, yeah, it's my favorite, I can nod my head and say, yeah, I, I can see that. It makes sense. So easy shelf for me. I had a lot of fun with it. I'll go last. This is going to go on the shelf, too. I had a good time playing it. I really enjoyed it. X is still my favorite of the series. This is probably my second favorite with three, then two, two being the bottom of, of the four I played so far. But I'm sure that will change when I play five, six, seven, eight. Oh, but two is on the bottom. I love X two. I don't like two at all. Two is too hard. So I had a really hard time with two. You can hear about that. But <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this. This is a great game. I'm glad I finally got to play it because it took me way too long to play this game because <laughs> I've never played X four until this week. So and I'm really glad I finally did. I, I had a great time with it, and I will unfortunately didn't play a zero, but I'll play this again someday because this was a really good game. All right, and if you want to hear more Mega Man episodes, we did Mega Man Legends 2, episode 162, Mega Man Let the Game Begin, comic 18, Mega Man X, episode 85, Mega Man 1 and 2, episode 25, and wait, there's more. Just have to type it differently. The Mega Man X3, episode 136, Mega Man 5, mini 12, Mega Man 4, mini 11, Mega Man Legends, episode 117, Mega Man 3, mini 10, Mega Man Powered Up Mini 6. Mega Man X2 Episode 99. We like Mega Man, you can tell on the show. Is that is this the most is this the biggest series you've done? It has to be the series. You've done uh, Mega Man or Star Wars. Okay. Have you Star Wars, really? I've done a lot of different Star Wars things. Oh, sure, yeah, okay. Like gotcha. comics, mainly comics. Yeah. 
that's cool. Yeah, I was just that. That's a laundry list, man. Yeah, there's been a lot of Mega Man because Mike was a big fan of Mega Man. He was the one that got me to start doing more. I actually have more in the. I have another Mega Man in the can that comes out later this month. So, wow. <laughs> you love Mega Man. You're, this this is this podcast. To listen to. Hey, I, because of the show, I played Mega Man Legend one and two for the first time finally, and both were great. Two really surprised me. So, like, I actually I play games I never would have played otherwise, like this game. So that makes me happy. Um, Bill, where do people find you at? Um, yeah, I do a podcast entitled A Gamer Looks at 40. It's basically a series of conversations with everyday people about the games they love. It's trying to get to the heart and soul of the medium as opposed to the nuts and bolts. Our own Mike Alberton has been on the show a few times telling some stories. He has a doozy coming up in the N64 episodes, which are probably going to launch in April. <laughs> Sorry it's taking so long to get there, folks, but um, other things keep getting in the way. So basically, yeah, it's just telling people stories about the games that they loved growing up, uh, game systems, eras. If you're listening to this, is this, I'm not sure when this comes out, but by the time this comes week. out, okay, perfect. My a really fun interview is going to be out. I interview the directors of the National Video Game Museum. Uh, between the three of them, they have about 100 years worth of video game collecting experience. Um, if you like retro collecting, you need to listen to this episode as they share stories of how easy it was to get games 25 years ago and how they have a full set of everything. They literally own nearly any piece of video game collectible you can think of. So it's a really fun conversation with three people who really love collecting and love games. So a gamer looks at 40 wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, and Blair, where can people find you at? Uh, yeah, you can find me, uh, all my work and uh, links to my books at comicbookvideogames.com. And you can find me complaining about how much I'm struggling at Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon mm-hmm. Forbidden West on Twitter at Blarcade. All right. And for those that are, and for, I should know what we're playing next week, we are finally, I mean finally, tackling Golden Sun The Lost Age the second part of that game, which really is the second part of that game. Cause we did golden sun back in episode four. And then we redid gold, golden sun in a recovered episode not too long ago. So I could finally play the sequel. So it's not really a sequel. It's just the second half of the, of one game is the, is the real way to put it. But yeah, so that's what you get to hear next week. So tune into that. And I want to thank you guys for joining me. I also want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at hell has fury. You can find her on TikTok. You'll see a link in the show notes to her TikTok. Also on Instagram. Also, please, we have a Patreon for as little as a dollar. You can help us out and get to vote in the monthly poll. This monthly poll is going to be what Batman movie we should cover. So definitely go in there and go vote for as little as a dollar. It helps me out and makes me happy. It makes me so happy to see people vote. It really does. So just go do that. <laughs> and please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube. Only audio, but we are on YouTube. So if you like to get your podcast that way, you can. And I think that's everything I need to say. So, oh, yeah, if you can't find the episodes, everything is on Podbean. So if you're wondering why I only chose 100 of our 300, some over 300 plus episodes that are out, just use Podbean. You'll find everything there. You can download that way. All right. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.